Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. They've spent nearly a million dollars in a custody battle. Jim threw me on top of his Rolls Royce, and he tried to bite the nose off my face. Untrue. According to you, you've never done anything wrong ever. I have finally found the perfect father. After seven years of secrets. Didn't you go get this marriage to know nine days after you got married and not even tell her? Which parent deserves custody? That's the million dollar question. Did you accuse his girlfriend of molesting your daughter? No, what happened was... What do you mean, no? That's a lie. You've been arrested five times. Do you get how this just makes you look like a crazy woman? Absolutely, and that's why I contacted you. For me to confirm that you were a crazy woman? (laughs) Let's do it. Why don't we stop all the drama, stop all the fighting, and let's go get you better. Here we go. Have a good show, everybody. If I can help get this family back on track, are you willing to do that? Pretty free. Take it. This is going to be a changing day in your life. Multiple arrests, restraining orders, outrageous accusations of abuse, stalking, molestation, even rape. Not to mention two visits before the Supreme Court. This may sound like an episode of Law & Order, but it's the real-life drama of my guest today. Pam and her ex-husband Jim have spent nearly $1 million combined finger-pointing in court all over the custody of their precious nine-year-old daughter. I mean these two despise each other so much, when we asked Pam for a wedding photo, she gave us this. Obviously, there is no love lost here. First, let's hear why Pam insists her ex-husband is nothing but a vindictive narcissist liar who absolutely does not deserve custody of their daughter. When I look at Jim, I get sick to my stomach. I just want to punch him in the face. My ex-husband and I were married twice. The first time, he went behind my back and got it an old. When I found out, we got into a huge fight, and he threw me on top of his Rolls Royce, and he was hitting me. I was three months pregnant. I believe Jim married me the second time to set me up to get custody of our daughter. Jim didn't love me. Since the divorce, Jim has been completely out of control. The original court order was 50-50, joint custody. Jim wasn't happy with that. Jim feels he needs to have custody of our daughter. This custody battle has gone on for seven years. The defendant is almost completely unyielding and rigid and almost incapable of co-parenting. And even narcissism, when it comes to the issues concerning his daughter, is disturbing. I worry about our daughter and she goes over to dad's house. What I'm going to read now is a psychiatric evaluation. This evaluator believes that James would benefit from individual psychotherapy. She tells me that she's afraid of him because of all the guns in the house. She tells me he sleeps with the gun under his pillow. This last August, our daughter texted me, take me home now. And I texted her back, like, what's wrong? And she said, dad called me an 
word kit. It's been court ordered for Jim to get psychiatric help and he refuses to go. And she goes over to dad's house. He takes her cell phone away from her and it's been five weeks now on weekends that I have not talked to my daughter. She told the judge she heard her dad saying that God and Jesus need to kill me so he has complete control over her. She's asked the judge, please don't tell my dad, he will kill me. I've been told by his sister that he's planning on killing me. I'm at a dead end with this. Well, Jim says you can't believe a word that comes out of Pam's mouth and insist she has something mentally wrong with her. Pam is the queen of manipulators. Pamela has taken the family court system and made it into her own personal soap opera. Pamela has accused me of basically everything in the book. I was the biggest Colombian drug dealer <laughs> there was. She accused me of being an alcoholic. She's the one with the drunk driving charges, not me. And she was claiming child abuse and molestation. She is not only accused myself of it, and my girlfriend, and my mother, but also her female pediatrician that just happened to be written up as the best pediatrician in the year 2007. Pamela is physically, emotionally, and verbally abusive to myself, my daughter. Pam is mentally unstable. Pam shouldn't be allowed to be around children at all. Every time my daughter goes to her mother's, I get another gray hair because I don't know if I'll see my daughter ever again. That's on the boat. At one point, the doctor noticed bruises on our daughter's arm. She said, my mom pulled my arm. I have filed CPS reports. I was told they do not have the manpower to even bother doing anything about it. When my daughter calls me while she's with Pamela, Pamela's standing over her. I can almost tell our daughter is shaking. She has to have total control. No child should have to walk on eggshells, especially with her own parents. Pamela lives in a different reality from the rest of us. If Pamela was on the front lawn of my house dying, I probably would walk to the phone to dial 911, not run. Okay, this has been going on for seven years. Yes, sir. And you all have spent combined close to a million dollars? Close. That's correct. Now, look, there's a child hanging in the balance here, and, and you may really not put that at the top of the priority list. You may not put that at the top of the priority list, but I do. And let me tell you, I'm trained in forensic psychology. I am trained to sit as an officer of the court and make determinations about the fittedness of a parent, both comparatively and in isolation. And that's why I came I here. look at these sorts of things. I have done that as an officer of the court. I want to know what's really going on here. And let me tell you, manipulations make you look really bad as opposed to straight-out candor. Now, have you been arrested five times for attacks and assault and violation of, of, of restraining orders I've, concerning your husband, your now ex-husband? He's had me arrested four times. Mm -hmm. The one time was because I failed 
to appear in court. Okay, so that would be correct. You've been arrested five times. Five times you have become in such conflict with authorities that you have had your liberty, your freedom taken away from yes. you and you have been incarcerated. Yes. Because you, let me tell you, taking someone's freedom in America is a big thing. If you have come in such violation with the rules and authority that you have been taken out of the game, off of the streets and put behind bars, then that's a pretty big violation. That hasn't happened Absolutely. to you once, twice, but three, four, five times. Yes, sir. So you're either a slow learner or you're really having a problem with authority. So which is it? Probably both. Okay, so you just don't get it. You just keep getting arrested over and over and over. Would you say that's true? I did, yes. Okay. Uh, have you, in fact, attacked him on multiple occasions? Whenever I've attacked him, it was in self-defense, Dr. Phil. Did you attack his girlfriend in self-defense? Absolutely not. Did you kick the Absolutely. door down no, and I, attack his I, girlfriend? I broke the door down, but I did not attack her. I was yelling at her. <clears throat> I'm not going to lie to you. Did, did you kick the door down? I don't think I kicked it. I think I just jammed it open. Okay, don't, look, don't play semantics with me. Was the door closed? Yes, sir. Did they invite you in? They brought me into the house, yes, but not into the, the, the room I went into. So you invited yourself in the room? Yes, sir. Was the door locked? I don't remember. You didn't try it? I don't you just, remember. You just nudged your way in? I don't, yes, sir. So you didn't try the knob, you just I don't, I can't went recall. It was a long time. I, I can't okay, recall. Well, Jim insists the reason why he will continue to fight for full custody is due to Pam's history of physical violence. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Pamela took out a knife and started chasing me around with it. I ran out of the house. Pamela got in her car. She tried to run me over. I think if she had the opportunity to kill me, I think she would do it. Monday on an all-new Dr. Phil. Police say it was suicide. Is it possible she accidentally overdosed? No, they stopped her and killed her. A Dr. Phil mystery. Morgan was murdered by a young girl and her ex-boyfriend. I did not kill this girl. Did stalkers. The evidence you have on the camera. How can you tell that's a female? Murder Morgan. We have evidence, but we're parents. We're not investigators. But you are also accusers. You said these people murdered my daughter. Then on Tuesday, don't be a victim. I certainly have slept with well over a thousand women. Did you feel played and betrayed? Yes. Life's new rule book. This is not the world your mama told you about. That's Tuesday. When Pamela turns into that violent, crazy personality of hers, anybody and everybody is unsafe. Pamela has been arrested four or five times for attacking me or violating temporary protection orders. She has extreme anger management problem and loses control. Members of his family and his former girlfriend were all victims of various levels of domestic violence on multiple times. Pamela attacked me with a knife. My daughter was playing behind me. I had to pick up a chair and hold her at bay like a lion tamer. I believe Pamela would have stabbed me if I would have let her get close to me, without a doubt. Another time, Pamela took out a knife and started chasing me around with it. I ran out of the house. Pamela got in her car. She tried to run me over. And the police arrested her. She was in jail for about three days. Not only does she attack me physically, she's attacked my girlfriend. Pamela kicked in the front door, ran down the hallway, kicked in the bedroom door to attack my girlfriend. The molding that is around the door came off. Pamela 
picked that up and started to hit my girlfriend with that molding, with the little nails in it. She's thrown bricks through my window, kicked in the screen door. I think if she had the opportunity to kill me, I think she would do it. Okay, not good behavior. Would you agree with that? Absolutely not. Did you try to run him over with a car? No, I did not, sir. That's you didn't try to run him down? No. And kill him with a car? No. Okay, did you attack his sister at the school? No. You didn't? I poured water on her. She because because I understood you tried to attack his, that you attacked his sister at school and in fact were convicted of battery and then no. you pled it down to a, a lesser charge and, and took an anger management. I the only thing because he was she was hurting my daughter and grabbing. I didn't ask you why. I just asked you if you did. I poured water on her. Okay and 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 so you got charged with assault. Yeah. Because she must have poured it on her pretty hard. No, it was only, it was only a little. About a half, a quarter you're, of a cup. Come on, you're a mother. What are you doing running? This is what I'm saying. You, you, twice he says you're after him with a knife. He's holding you off no. with a chair once. You chase him down the street another time. You're attacking his sister at the school. You get convicted. You have to take anger management. And, and you say, no, 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 that's all a bunch of hooey. It's a bunch of hooey. But yet people that aren't involved, not him, but the authorities have seen cause to incarcerate you not once, twice, three, four, five different times. And it's not just him, it's, it's his sister. H have you attacked his mother? No. You haven't attacked his mother? No, she came after me. Did you kick her in the back of the legs? No, sir. D did you spit on her? I spit on her to get her off me. She was ripping my clothes off me. And was she holding your daughter at the time? No, Jim was. I handed the baby to Jim. You know, do you get, Absol do you get how this just get makes you look just like absolutely a crazy woman? Absolutely. And that's why I contacted <clears throat> you. Yes. And I realized For me to confirm that you were a crazy woman? <laughs> Confirming that, yes, it looks like I'm a crazy woman. Yes, we all get into situations and I will take <clears throat> responsibility for what I've done wrong. You say you came here to say, I'm going to own this because I want to put it behind me. But you haven't owned it. You tried to duck it, leave it. Did you see warning signs before you married him? I saw a red flag, a couple red flags, and I ignored him. Did he spy on you at work? Yes. Did he interrogate your underage son by getting him drunk? He tried to, yes. Did he have you write down every partner you have ever had before him? Yes. Did he go through your things looking for guys? Yes, he did. Did you have to file a complaint against him at work because you worked the same place? Yes, sir. Red because he flags. called you a whore? Yes. I mean, it just goes on and on. You had signs that this was not healthy. A, a healthy, stable situation, right? Absolutely. That's why I asked you if you had problems with judgment. You know... So if, if, if this is a guy that's going through your stuff, making you tell him everybody you've ever dated, calling you a whore at work and other things... You're right. And you married him, who did you turn down? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're right. Have you been abusive with your daughter? No, sir. Has she been abusive with her? Yes. How do you know that? Uh, you say that, it yes, was, like it it's a, a pronouncement. Yes. How do you know it? Have you uh, seen it? What One time exactly, the doctor wrote it in his notes. Mm -hmm. Pamela had already made the doctor's appointment, but she made it where that, by the time I got to pick uh, our daughter up, I would not have made it in time to the doctor's office. So I'm not going to rush, so I was late to the doctor's office. I didn't check Dawn over when Pamela put her in my car, I just took her directly to the doctor's office. Um, 
the doctor was the one that noticed uh, bruises on her arm and asked me, he said, did you see this? And I said, no, I, I just brought her right here. I, I had to run from the daycare to here. And he saw it, and he said, well, look at this. And it was, like, all f- fingerprints and the thumbprint, and it was there. Um, and he said that, you know, uh, he asked uh, Dawn, how'd you do this? How'd, how'd you get this? And she said, right away, without, you know, Mom pulled my arm. What he wrote is right hand print on right upper lateral humerus. That's what was written into the report. He wrote And it, it I, was yeah. like... And, and so he's talking about handprint. We, we have it right, right here. Um, next, Pam says Jim is the one who is abusive, not her. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about his contamination or contribution to this situation when we come back. Jim was physically and mentally abusive to me through the whole relationship. He beat me and he tried to bite the nose off my face. Went and grabbed a sledgehammer and busted the window of my Mustang. Untrue. I am not violent. Pamela is. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television. Coming in two weeks, she wanted to be the world's biggest bride until Dr. Phil tried to save her life. Your chance of seeing 50, in my opinion, is almost zero. Now, a house call to the weight loss clinic. You could have, should have lost more weight than what you have. You won't believe who is trying to sabotage her. While you're here, he wants you to gain weight. Coming in two weeks. While I was pregnant, Jim searched through my bathroom. He found an old condom and went on a rampage saying I was sleeping around with him. I was afraid of him. When I was eight months pregnant, I couldn't get into the house. He changed the locks. I had to sleep in the car with my dogs. Pam says to fully understand why she does not want Jim to get sole custody of their daughter, she says you need to know how abusive he is. Take a look. Jim was physically and mentally abusive to me through the whole relationship. He would say, you're fat. No other man is going to want you. You're deformed. Jim destroyed my self-esteem. He beat me and he tried to bite the nose off my face. There was a time when our daughter was only a couple of weeks old. He went and grabbed a sledgehammer and busted the window of my Mustang. He choked me several times. I slapped him and that's when he had me arrested. Untrue. I am not violent. 
Pamela is. Pamela actually made marks on herself to show the police, look at what Jim did. But the witnesses confirmed the opposite and they arrested Pam instead. After the divorce, he forced sex on me. I just kept asking him to stop. I filed a temporary protective order against Jim. He came over to my house the day of the court date and he wouldn't let me go to court. He said that he would kill me. I dropped it because I was so afraid. So what is your contribution or contamination to all of this? Are you jealous? Not at all. Not at all? Not at all. Did you interrogate her even before you got married, make her account for every person she's ever dated, known? No, it sounds like... Had any relationship with Not at all. It, it's a good story. Um, Jim, we sat but there. We it, were in a restaurant. You had a piece of paper on the napkin asking me to... Who, have might have been football bets, maybe, but <laughs> that's no, about it. Jim? Uh, Answer to that question, no. The only thing that I was watching the tape there, the only thing that actually had merit to it, and it was not a violent act, I did go over to her car. I went into the garage, took a hammer, and went over to her car, and I did break the window. And I told sure, her, now, how do, you like, how do you like having your things broken? You have had, the court has ordered parent coordinators. Correct. Right? And let me tell you why that happens, in case you don't know. They look at it and see, you two adults apparently can't behave like adults, so we're going to bring in somebody that has some objectivity and training, and they're going to make decisions for you. They put the child's interest first and say, here's what you're going to be required to do, here's what you're going to be required to do to act like adults and put the child's interest first. Now, on two occasions, not one, but two occasions, they have written back to the court and said, you will not listen, you will not comply, you will not do what they recommend. That is correct. Why is that? Okay, I'm glad you asked that. With the coordinators, very simply, I gave them the court findings to show them a little bit of the facts of the case. They would not read it. In fact... It they don't care any more than I do. You I won't co-parent with them with okay. me. But, Jim, here's the point. One of the coordinators said, and I quote, I am greatly concerned about his ability to act in the best interest of his daughter. So you're saying, hey, we're, we're concerned about the child. They're concerned about the child. They're not concerned about your ego. They're not concerned about your need to control and dominate and set her to the side. They're interested only the daughter. They don't have a horse in the race other than your daughter. And they're saying, I am concerned about his ability to act in the best interest of his daughter. Now, listen. You should hear that. You should step back and say, you know what? I need to grade my own paper here. I may have lost my way. I may have gotten so emotionally invested in this. I may be so focused on competition with her that I have lost the best interest of my daughter. The second parent coordinator sent a letter to the judge that said, quote, father doesn't recognize coordinator has authority, threatens to take actions to court, and walk out of office and not return. Now, let me tell you, one of the things you need to be cognizant of is that if you thumb your nose at the court, the court can take you out completely. They can say, if you refuse to follow the court's pronouncements about what is in the best interest of this child, then they can stop your access to the and child I don't completely. Want that. This is basically handing 
to a third party to make decisions for my a daughter Dr. that Phil. is not knowing what's going on. If they know what's going on, take an interest as you did. You turned it over to a third party. And when you did that, you now are under the direction of these parent coordinators. Like it or not, you are. And what you're saying is they don't look at stuff. I think what you mean is if people don't agree with you, then they aren't looking at all of the information. I told you as someone that has sat in this chair before, what I look at, and let me tell you, the number one thing that bothers me is when both sides, either side or both sides, start making unfounded allegations. Did you that. accuse his girlfriend of molesting your daughter? No, what happened was I wasn't What do you making, mean, no? Let, let me tell you what well, happened, Well, then don't Dr. start Phil. it with no, because that's okay. a lie. I was doing an investigation of something that our daughter, Dawn, said to me, and I was just doing a follow-up on it. That's all I was doing, Dr. Phil. <clears throat> I know Jim loves... Don very much, and he would never do something like that. The girlfriend, I was just following up on you something did make that was the said. Report. Yes, I made a report, sir. So don't start your answer with no. I said, did you do? No. Yes, you did. You well, filed a report with CPS. Yes, I did. So that, so don't start your answer with no. Okay, I understand what you're saying. That, that's what I can't get. You guys don't understand. I'm trying to help you here. Yes, I did a, a report but I wasn't actually saying she actually did it. Okay, next, we're gonna talk about why Pam worries that Jim could be causing their daughter to develop multiple personalities. We'll be right back. I feel that Jim would hurt our daughter. She tells me that dad tells her she's stupid. Come here, you stupid mutt! I think she's afraid of her own mother. I have seen her turning into a nervous little kid in fear her mother might kick in the door again. Closed captioning provided by... I've been speaking with exes Pam and Jim who both say they are in the midst of an outrageous custody battle in which they have spent nearly $1 million fighting each other in court. Now, sadly, through all the finger-pointing and mudslinging stands an innocent child who both Pam and Jim agree is suffering at the hands of their mudslinging. Our daughter is suffering through this. She just told me she wants to live with mom full time. She doesn't want to go to dad. She's scared. I see her little personality start to change. In front of her dad, she's very withdrawn. When I drop my daughter off on Tuesdays, I am physically numb until Friday when I pick her up again. Anything can happen when she's in Pamela's care. I have seen her turning into a nervous little kid and fear her mother might in the door again. I think she's afraid of her own mother. She tells me that dad tells her she's stupid. Come here, you stupid mutt! She texted me once that she was afraid because dad just threw a glass at her. She's told me there has been 50 people that have been different roommates in and out of Pamela's home. One time I let my pug go over there and the pug came back with a ring around his neck like he's been hung. I feel that he would hurt our daughter. Pam says the proof her daughter is afraid of Jim is in the text messages that she received recently from her while in Jim's care. At 10.08 p.m., now I've looked at the phone. These are on her phone from your daughter. 
One says at 10.08, take me home now. At 10.13 a.m., he called me a word kid. Uh, did, did you do that? No, not at all, ever, so, ever. So she lied? Yes, she did. Yeah. Why would she do that? She's been lying more and more. Do you think she gets this lying from her mother? Is that your implication? I, I, I can say one way or the other or something like that. I mean, probably some children do lie a little bit. Uh, I, I would say that if she's getting it anywhere, she is getting it from her mother. Didn't this whole marriage start with a lie? Didn't you go get this marriage annulled nine days after you got married and not even tell her? Uh, By the way, the minute, how do you do that? I thought both people had to sign to get an annulment. The, the, Pamela moved in and out of my house many times, but when we did get married, she moved in, and she was actually with me for like a whole three-week period of time, not like other times when she would take off for the weekends. Uh, so in that three-week period of time, she had her mother come out, which I had to pay for and give her gambling money. But mm, that my, when my mother came out, she came out and saved 24 hours because <clears> you and her right. got into it and you called her the word. Right. I, I told her to get out. I want her out of my home. She told no, me I had No, you didn't tell her to get out. No, I, I she told... She left on her own. No, I told her to get out. Anyway, um, as soon as Is this happened... Is there anybody y'all get along with? Huh? Is there anybody, is there anybody yes. on the globe that y'all get along with? You don't get along with parent coordinators. You don't get along with the courts. You don't get along with her mother. You don't get along with him. You don't get along with his sister. You don't get along with his mother. Actually, you don't get along with anybody. Is there anybody y'all get along with? I get along with him. Not so far. <laughs> no? No, do you? Did, and, and this is a simple question. Did you or did you not get the marriage annulled nine days after you got married? I, th I, think, it was, I think it was about three weeks. I went down to the courthouse and, and, and applied for annulment. Actually, it was nine days, but did, so you did do that? Yes, I did. And did you know it? No, sir. I found out when I was three months pregnant. Okay, so you actually had your married annulled without knowing it? Yes, sir. How does that happen? Don't you have to sign? No, I guess not. The person No, you do. You no. have to sign. You the, can't just go down and get a unilateral annulment. I don't recall being signing anything. Did you forge your signature? I applied for the annulment, and the, the time the court gets to it, I think it was like a month later, you weren't, she was not pregnant yet, and we did have to go down to the court, and they made the annulment then. No, you, sir. You, in fact, you caught me in the parking lot when I made the no, annulment. Remember, you, you were hitting me in the parking lot. But wouldn't you annulled. generally kind of bring that up around the breakfast table or something? Oh, by the way, we're not married anymore? No, actually... Oh, by the way, I got our marriage annulled. I meant no, to tell you, but I no. just... And passed the grapefruit. I mean, <laughs> she, she, moved, she moved out. She, no, she I moved was out. living with you. No, you... I was living with you, Jim. Pamela, I was three months pregnant. You know, I, I wish I would have saved the U-Haul the truck rentals. <laughs> I have to tell you, I am very scared for both of you. I, I'm, I'm very not, scared. I'm scared for Don. I, I'm but, scared for both of you, uh, and I'm beyond scared for Don. Because let me tell you something. You, you're writing you're letters. No, you need to listen. You've talked enough. You need to listen. You, you have... Um, you're home writing letters to the governor and all that, and you can do that, or you can go out and suck on a rock and stare at the sun. Doesn't matter. It's going to have exactly the same effect. Mm -hmm. Exactly the same effect. You do whatever you think you need to do. But I'm telling you something here. When you enter the court system, those judges, you don't know anything about them. And you have given them power in your family 
and you can walk in there at any moment and they can pick that gavel up and just make a pronouncement and terminate you I know, sir. from your daughter's life or terminate you from your daughter's life, wrap that gavel, and you spend the rest of her life trying to unring that bell. You are in dangerous waters here, yeah. and the two of you need to decide that your daughter's best interest is served by you trying to work this out. You decided that she is abusing your daughter. Do you really believe that? Yes. Okay, well... And, and, you know, it's only a matter of time before it happens again. Every Pam says she has never abused her daughter, so she said she would take a polygraph to prove her innocence. I have not opened this envelope, but I have the results of that polygraph right here. So this may make your case or break it as far as the abuse is concerned. I'm going to open this when we come back. Monday on an all-new Dr. Phil. Did stalkers... The evidence you have on the camera. How can you tell that's a female? ...murder their daughter. They stalked her and killed her. I did not kill this girl. That's Monday. Closed captioning provided by... Every relationship I get into, Jim comes by the house and he runs plates. He finds their phone numbers and he calls them up. He's threatened them. He's deeply disturbed. Well, that was Pam who says her ex-husband Jim will do anything he can to make her miserable. Now, Pam agreed to take a polygraph to prove that she never purposely harmed her daughter. Now, Jack Tremarco, who is a highly respected and experienced polygraph examiner, who has spent 21 years in the FBI, conducted the exam. Jack doesn't work for our show. He is an independent contractor. He does polygraphs for law enforcement. He does polygraphs for the FBI. He, just like the parent coordinators, has not a dog in this fight. Does it matter to you whether this person or this person is on the right or wrong side of this issue one way or the other? You never met these people before, correct? Never met either of them, and I really didn't care whether Pam passed the test or not. You just want to truth. administer a scientific protocol. It's computerized. These things come out where they are. What's the reliability and validity of this test? Upwards of 90%. Upwards of 90%. There were two questions asked, is that right? Two relevant questions, yes. Two relevant questions. You ask a lot, but the two relevant questions. Right. The two relevant questions were, number one, have you ever deliberately injured your daughter, causing a bruise on her body? And your answer was? No. The second question was, since her birth, have you ever deliberately injured your daughter, which resulted in a bruise on her body? Your answer was? No. And the results were not deceptive. That that is true and accurate. That you have never <laughs> deliberately injured your daughter, causing a bruise on her body. I so, might spoil her too much. <laughs> so what, what do you say to that? Do you feel better about that? I feel better for my daughter, but still with what has happened and what the doctor wrote, what, the do what my daughter said, doesn't mean that it didn't happen, okay? Now, in Pamela's mind, I'm sure she's not going to deliberately do anything. 
what happens if she really does want to inflict something? She, if she's doing, if she's hurting our daughter already and thinks that it's okay because she's not doing anything and it is hurting our daughter, then what happens when she really wants to? But she's not. The question is, have you ever deliberately injured your daughter? Right, deliberately. He doesn't. Have so you ever deliberately she, injured your daughter? So, so she's saying she never deliberately did that. This is, but it well, doesn't I mean, mean, she could have been walking with her daughter and, and they both fell down and her knee hit the back of her leg and she might hurt her, but she didn't deliberately do it. Well, I mean, you could fall and, and hurt your daughter. That, Anybody could do that. that. That happened at Disneyland. She fell down and skinned her knee. The proof is in, as I said, the police reports. You don't make these type of decisions and think that they're in your mind fine because then they're actually not. So, so what do you want to see happen? Tell me what makes you happy here. You get to write the script of what's going to happen going forward with your daughter. What is it you want? Well, I came here basically just to go ahead and speak. With that isn't what I asked you. The question was, what do you want to see happen with your daughter? Do you want her out of her life? No, I think... Do you want her supervised visitation? What do you want? I think a child should love her mother and love her father. There shouldn't be... What she, do you want? What do I want? I would like for... Don to have a stress-free, no turmoil, no drama life. We don't need to have constant abuse, constant verbal abuse, constant violence. Every day does not have to be turmoil. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm hoping for my daughter. Uh, will it happen? At this point, probably not. Do you have a boyfriend? I have a husband. Your daughter doesn't know you're married? We have a lot of fun here in the studio audience, right? We have a lot of fun here. And if you're going to be in the Los Angeles area and you would like free tickets, go to drphil.com and click on Be in the Audience, or you can call 323-461-PHIL. That's 323-461-7445. What do you want? I... I want to co-parent with Jim. I want Jim and I to get back into a co-parenting program. Is she uh, safe in your program. home? Dawn? Yes. Very safe. In Do you fact, have a girlfriend? She, she, uh, not any longer. Do you have a boyfriend? I have a husband. You're married? I'm married. And, and this has not been told because I'm afraid of uh, what Jim would do. She likes him very Did much. Did you know she was married? No, but if he's a decent guy, I would love to be, talk with him and we could maybe get along. <laughs> so at, you least I, at least I'd know my daughter's safe if he's a decent you guy. You didn't know she was remarried? No, I just heard right, right now. Right now. What do you think of that? I hope he's a decent guy. And then my daughter's could Your be daughter safe. doesn't know you're married? No, I was afraid to tell her. I wanted her to get to... Because she's never seen me really even date. So I wanted her to spend time with him. She's never seen you date him and you're married to him? No, he has been around the house. Does he live there? Yes, he does now. <laughs> I will protect. I'm afraid of what Jim would do. And I want to prick my... She's never seen you date, but he lives there. The last... Every time that I've dated, started to date someone... Jim would intervene and run their plates and get their phone numbers and then start sending them threatening letters or calling them in the middle of the night. Are you going to do that? 
<laughs> I, I think this is sometimes a funny story. You've, uh, uh, they've all taken the stand. No, uh, I've had 22 witnesses take the stand. Uh, you know what? You had a lot of people take the stand, okay? If, what does that mean? Let me tell you what I think is happening here. Okay. You know, people get into patterns. You know, they, they do. I mean, egos get involved and they get into patterns. And I think you two have gotten addicted to this. It's kind of defined you. I mean, you've got a daughter that's, that's twisting in the wind here. And let me tell you what happens. Is she gets the trickle down from both of you. She gets the worst of both of you. She gets the best of both of you. And according to you, you've never done anything wrong ever. You are, I have finally found the perfect father. I've been looking. I've been looking. Finally found it. You know what? The perfect father. When I got, oh, come the, on. When, when I got the... But he thinks you're going to... You, when, when, when I got the picture, and I'm getting another one of, of just soccer coaching 14 girls, you know, whatever I can contribute, I try. I think, I think that I, I actually try to make the proper decisions. Not everybody is perfect. Not everybody makes the right decision. I married Pam. That shows that definitely I made some wrong decisions. Yeah, you okay? are a character of yourself. Thank okay. you. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. I, I just, I'm just telling you, at some point, you have to get out of yourselves and recognize we owe a duty to this child. And it is a gift to her if you just stop the drama. And there are three critical things you need to do. And I'm going to tell you what they are right after the break. Hey, Dr. Phil here. Did you know that more than 16 million kids in the U.S. are at risk of hunger each day? That's more than one in five children. Now, these are our neighbors, our kids that play in the neighborhood, co-workers, friends' children. The problem is closer than you would think, but so is the solution. Join me and visit feedingamerica.org hunger to find your local food bank to help. I'm Dr. Phil, and together, we are Feeding America. Closed captioning provided by... If you would like to purchase a DVD or transcript of your favorite Dr. Phil show, please log on to drphil.com or call 866-4-DR-PHIL. That's 866-437-7445. 866-437-7445. Well, I want to thank my guest today, and a special thanks to Jack Tremarco. Jack, thanks for working on this and giving me that. I said there were three critical things that I want you to do. And number one, you have to say, this situation needs a hero. It's going to be me. Somebody needs to step up and say, you know what? No matter who's right or who's wrong, this situation needs a hero, and I am going to step up and say, I will sacrifice for my daughter. Number two, you have to choose not to react. One log won't burn. And three, you need to support your daughter's relationship with her father. Because I promise you, if you do not, the day will come that she will resent you for it. 
You need to support your daughter's relationship with her mother. When it comes time for her to become a young woman instead of a little girl, when it comes time for her to start dating, when it comes time for her to choose a husband and start making some decisions, she is going to need her mother. And if you have alienated her from her, she will resent you for it and it will come back to bite you. Take it from me. Those are three critical gifts you can give to your family and to your daughter. So please, please hear that. If you do, a hush can fall over this situation. And I just would wonder what would happen if you had that million dollars back and it was in a trust fund for that little girl. DrPhil.com, we'll see you next time. I want to thank my guest today and a special thanks to Jack Tremarco. Jack, thanks for working on this and getting these answers. I said there were three critical things that I want you to do. And number one, you have to say, this situation needs a hero. It's going to be me. Somebody needs to step up and say, you know what? No matter who's right or who's wrong, this situation needs a hero, and I am going to step up and say, I will sacrifice for my daughter. Number two, you have to choose not to react. One log won't burn. And three, you need to support your daughter's relationship with her father. Because I promise you, if you do not, the day will come that she will resent you for it. You need to support your daughter's relationship with her mother. When it comes time for her to become a young woman instead of a little girl, when it comes time for her to start dating, when it comes time for her to choose a husband and start making some decisions, she is going to need her mother. And if you have alienated her from her, she will resent you for it and it will come back to bite you. Take it from me. Those are three critical gifts you can give to your family and to your daughter. So please, please hear that. If you do, a hush can fall over this situation. And I just would wonder what would happen if you had that million dollars back and it was in a trust fund for that little girl. DrPhil.com, we'll see you next time.